Hey guys, I've got dates for you. That's right. I'm very excited to announce my East Coast tour where I'm coming to Boston, New York, Philly, and DC. Here are some dates. Write them down. We've got Boston Friday, September 6th from 7 to 9 at the Middle East Club. Then in New York City on Thursday, September 12th at Pianos NYC, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Philly, I'll be with you Tuesday, September 17th at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Taboo, T-A-B-U. And in Washington, D.C. on Sunday, September 22nd from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. at Busby's and Poets, the 5th and K location. Okay, that's four dates. Tickets are going to be $18 each. The links for the Philly and D.C. shows will be up on my website later today. The NYC and Boston shows, I'm waiting for the locations to create that link for me. So those will be up on my website probably by the end of the week. Guys, it's going to be great. I'm working with local comedians and sex educators to create a fun show. A quick note for the New York City folks. The venue is smaller than I was hoping for, which means... Get your tickets soon. We sold out the last New York show two weeks before we even got to the location. So, work it out. Uh, I can't wait. Now this week, now I realize that I've been told by several listeners that when they listen to episodes of this show, they tend to get a little mm, uncomfortable. And part of the joy for some folks is... Is how outside their comfort zone they can get, like the clown sex episode, like the sexual healing episode, or, oh, the kink catastrophe episode even last week. Well, guess what? This episode on sex and pregnancy is outside my comfort zone. As much as I talk about sexuality and pleasure and gender issues and all those things, when it comes to baby making, my own personal life experiences have led me to feel a little bit of discomfort when discussing this issue. So I am so pleased with Mistress Mary Typhus and Jamie Waxman coming out and schooling me on what it's like to be pregnant. We talk about things that I have never heard pregnant folks talk about before, and I love it. Um, One thing I just wanted to let you know, and it's on my own bookshelf, it's a great resource for anyone who's pregnant. It's called Your Orgasmic Pregnancy by Danielle Cavallucci and Yvonne K. Fulbright, Ph.D., Um, I was flipping through it, and I thought this was very interesting. Um, Even though we touch on this in the episode, that some people have this idea that sex will um, somehow endanger the baby, which is not true. In 1999, it was reported that many women avoid intercourse during pregnancy for fear that it may damage the fetus, shorten the pregnancy's duration, or lead to loss of baby. Now, this was uh, a survey of 142 pregnant women, Most of the women's concerns were not actually valid, but it also brought to light the fact that only 30% of these women had spoken to their physicians about their sexual concerns. So here's the thing. Consult your doctor. Always consult your doctor or healthcare practitioner. But the reality is, if your partner is pregnant, if you yourself are pregnant at any point in your life, check with your doctor, voice your concerns, and have a nice time. And just so you know, in terms of order of the show, we start with social dynamics, our relationships with our friends, then body issues, how we feel about our own bodies, how our partners feel about them. We get into sex, genital changes, our fears, and not just our relationships with other people, but our relationships with ourselves. And Mary shares the best conception story, possibly ever. Okay, enjoy the show. Go team Now entering Nerdist.com. 
to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Oh, sex nerds. We're about to embark on an adventure. An adventure into the unknown, at least for me. I don't know where you stand on this issue, but we're about to break it down in terms of pregnancy and sex today. Yeah. So I am someone who is declared as not someone who wants to procreate, although we're going to get into that. But I have two wonderful human beings at the table today. I've got Jamie Waxman, sex educator extraordinaire, author, media person, radio producer. I don't, you have all the things. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Sandra. I like the face that you're making. I wish everyone could see it right now. (laughs) I don't know bio stuff. I just know, like, your energy. (laughs) Um, But yes, thank you for coming back to the table. Thank you for having me. And I'm kind of coming out, I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, oh, right. Okay, yes. Both of my guests today are preggers. They're like so preggers. You don't even know. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Jamie, how how far along are you? Uh, 16 weeks. Okay. So second trimester officially. All right. 16 weeks. I just know of months. So what is that? That's four and a half? It's four months. I mean, they count the first two weeks where you're not really pregnant oh, yet, right. but it's, it, it starts the day of your last period. Like the 1984, your pregnancy, basically. It's really strange. But. So four months, but more like three and a half, I guess. Okay. All right. Okay. <sighs> Mistress Mary. Yes. Hi, welcome back. Thanks. God, you haven't been here in so long. I know. See what I have to do to get back on the show? <laughs> um, you are so pregnant and so awesome. And like every time I see you, it's like, tell me more about this pregnancy. I know. I feel massively pregnant and I still have three months to go. <laughs> Wait. So. Yeah. Two thirds done feeling massive. Yeah, I guess. I'm in this phase. It happens every couple of weeks where I feel like there is no room. My stomach starts cramping and I like have, I just feel tight all the time. And so right now I feel like massively pregnant. I'm like, I can't. You're there's no full. more room. There's no more room. And yet there's three months to go. So Does it feel like, like I imagine you get hungry a lot, but at the same time you feel full. Yeah, so it's a weird thing. You have to eat, like, a smaller amount. But then now I'm in a phase where I, I can eat. I can put a meal down. Like, I can really okay. do it. So, no, and last night I had to, every once in a while it happens to me, I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to eat something. So, like, last night I'm standing naked, totally pregnant, in my kitchen, eating a banana. <laughs> it's not as sexual as it might sound. It wasn't very sexual. The lighting was really hot in my head. Yeah, well, you know, when you just have that light over the stove, it's kind of nice. <laughs> Um, so, yes, as uh, I'm just assuming that I'm your friend, <laughs> both of you. <laughs> That's and, awfully presumptuous of you. <laughs> I mean, just like, as your friend. <laughs> but it's, it feels weird to say that. But And there are other people in my life who are either getting married or having babies. And it just, I'm at that 30-year-old cusp where everyone seems to be doing something big like that. And the fact that you two are both pregnant right now is affecting me in a lot of ways that I didn't know was going to happen. Oh, maybe you can hear it downstairs. There's a, there's a party going on. <laughs> They're celebrating your effectiveness. <laughs> yeah. They're really into it. <laughs> like, woo, sperm and vaginas. Um, so I am, like, repelled and attracted to the fact that my friends are having babies. I'm like, yay, 
little humans to to like high five with and then part of me is like no don't leave <laughs> but i don't know what is it is it been, have you had other friends who've had a little freaks freakouts about the fact that you're having a baby I definitely have. I mean, I'm I'm older. I'll be 39 when I give birth, um, which is still. You know, my doctors will say, "Oh, it's on the young end of the of the geriatric pregnancies," which I hate. <laughs> I hate that word, and they use that for women over 35, which what? I think is kind of. I don't. I don't. Insulting isn't the right word, but geriatric at 35 just there's just something very strange about that. Wait. G- in the phrase geriatric pregnancy, they, or do they call just humans over 35 geriatric? No, it's a geriatric pregnancy oh, over that's 35. A, oh, that's, that's a bummer. Considering all the body images you already have to go right. through. Yeah. Not okay. And I, but I'm realizing because, you know, I've spent a lot of my adult life being a child um, that I have a lot of friends who also have, it's not, maybe it's not Peter Pan syndrome, but we only have grown up as much as we need to, and we still spend our lives enjoying what lots of people in their teens and 20s do in just terms of going out and being social. And a lot of those people, a lot of those women who have chosen not to have children have said to me, well, this is going to change you and we're not, we're not going to see you anymore. And, and have based a lot of the social value of my friendship on the fact that I may not go out as much. And so it's been interesting. And I was having this conversation yesterday with someone and they said, well, get over it. You are going to lose some friends. Like you're just going to, your priorities are going to shift. And I already see that in myself. Like I don't, you know, I, being in bed at nine or 10 o'clock sounds wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I don't know if I felt like I'm going to lose friends necessarily. I think there's people I won't see as much, but I, I have had this worry about the friends that I'm going to gain. Like, oh, (laughs) am I going to have those like mom friends, you know, like we're just, we just know each other because we have kids. Playdate moms. Yeah. That freaks me out. Yeah. When you, the people that you go to um, drop off your kid at preschool, kindergarten, like that's the, that's your community. Yeah. Oh. I'm not. I'm not totally sure if I if I'm ready for that. I I am. I have two friends of like a fairly large group of people that have kids, and it's just weird. Like it does feel like I'm an anomaly within the group. Though there is a there's like three or four friends that were wanting to have kids, so they I can see them watching me like to see how it works yeah, like out. Yeah, you jump in the deep end first and tell us how it is. Yeah, yeah, what's the temperature like? Yeah. What's the temperature and, like? and so far, I think I'm scaring some people because I'm kind of like, okay, I know what the inside of my ribs feel like now. You know, or like a like a couple like a week ago, I was sitting at my desk and at work and I was feeling this this like kicking downward and it was this really weird feeling. I'm like, what is that? That's like this disturbing feeling. It's like getting a tooth pulled. Like, what is that feeling? I was like, oh, that's my cervix from the other side. Like, I can feel it now. I'm like, and it feels just like a like, you know, you're getting a pap smear, but with a baby foot just kicking it, you know. And it's and you tell that to your friends that want to have kids, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, great, okay." Okay, see, I'm I'm the friend who doesn't who is since I was seven was like yeah, motherhood. No who wants to do that? Like, I don't want kids. And now it feels like I'm graduating into a more like the final like now I'm becoming an adult, which can mean so many things. It doesn't need to mean creating a family, but. Now I am watching you two closely in a, mm-hmm. not just the pregnancy, but like, okay, this is a big life step. 
are you actually going to be happy? You know, I'm thinking it's like, okay, are you actually, because I've met moms who are like, I really am miserable about the fact that I decided to do this. And moms are like, it'll be the best thing ever. It's like, all right, you two, I just, I, respect your opinions i respect your points of view so if anyone's going to really break it down for me it's going to be you two and a few others you know that really (laughs) i'm like that's when i'll know what motherhood is all about and i think it really is also where you're at in your life you know i went through a phase when i was a kid i knew i wanted to be a mom and then in my 20s i thought i don't need to be a mother like i want to just have my life and my career And about 33, it hit me again where I started to get the itch to have a baby. And I feel really ready just based on that. Now, my pregnancy was, um, I like to call it a gift now, but it was definitely a surprise. It wasn't completely planned. Yeah, you were embarrassed a little bit to to tell a few people because they were like, what? Well, I'm not married. Um, I do, I am in a relationship. My parents have been married for over 40 years. And so I was, I grew up with this sort of, this, not a sort of, I grew up with an idea that you get married, you have a family, and that's how you roll. Mm -hmm. Now, there's more than 31% of the population that have, are single parents. Mm -hmm. Um, when I, before I got pregnant, I was researching uh, for a book about my biological clock and dating. Mm-hmm. And people would say to me, just have a baby on your own. And I said, no way, I could never do that. Like, mm-hmm. that's too much work. That's too difficult. And when this pregnancy happened, you know, this was, like I said, not a planned thing. We yeah. weren't sitting down going, let's do, let's make yeah. a baby right now. And um, so I really had to weigh all of my options and become really okay with being pregnant. And so that, once I got to that place, I, I feel like regardless of what happens, I know I've made the right decision and I am ready for this. And I think it's where you're at in your life. Like I, I've seen the party. It's awesome. I love, I love everything I've ever, and I, and I'm not going to stop like being social and having my friends and my friends with babies. A lot of them have negotiated how to do it, to have a life and to have a family. So, I mean, I guess those are the same thing on some level. So I think that it can really work. It's just a mindset too. Right. I'll be watching. Yeah. No, I feel you on the, like, I, I feel like I completely, I did my partying, like almost to the extent of like, there is definitely situations where I was like, all right, that was too much. That went too far. So I actually, oh, I feel like I, I might, I sewed my oats maybe a little too much mm-hmm. in a certain, so, which is a good place for me to be in. Cause I feel like thoroughly sewed and I also, you know, am enjoying like the more, mm-hmm. like I, I've been having people over at my house and, and, you know, hosting, you know, parties and stuff. And that's been really nice versus like going out and like staying out until 3am or whatever. But it's interesting what you say about your parents um, being together. My parents were divorced um, early on when I was like four. And my grandparents on both sides are divorced and remarried and divorced mm-hmm. again. You know, there's like all these marriages in my family. And it always just seemed since I was a little kid like such a bullshit institution. And now um, I'm, I'm not married, but I am like, you know, intensely partnered with someone to the point where it's like, you know, fundamentally marriage. We just, yeah. just don't want to go down to the courthouse or whatever. So... Um, it's it just, feels like you two are married. Like it just feels like you two yeah. are a partnership. Right. Yeah. And so I and I feel like, well, how did I end up with this? I always assumed I always wanted to be a mom, and I always assumed that I was going to do it on my own, and that I was going to be a single mom. Huh. So it's it's funny that we're we're switched around in that kind yeah, of way. Yeah. And so. and my partner and I are working out really well right now. Yeah. But like I said, I didn't know which way it would go when I decided I was going to have this child. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Like the assumptions you make versus what what you What get. happens? Yeah. <laughs> Soon after Mary and I started um, working together, you started talking about 
how you wanted a baby. Like, that mm-hmm. was something that you wanted. And people say all sorts of things. And so it's been, and not to say that I was like, whatever, but I was like, okay, that's something you want. But to see the process of now mm-hmm. this is happening, it's, and actually, Jamie, you too. Like, like, I knew that you wanted a kid. And even though the story is different than what, like, the perception, like, what it was going to be, it's, I'm really excited for you. So it's like, okay, girls, you go to it. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. And this is partially why I brought you here today. I was at this music show last year sometime, and this guy, who's a friend of a friend, approached me because he knew I was a sex educator, and he's like, you know, I, I just, there's something I'm, I just need to check in with you about. Like, just, I just, I don't know. There's something that's really, I'm really into something really weird. I'm like, okay. It's like, I find pregnant women really hot. Like, really hot. Like, he's like, you know, just pregnant women, pregnancies in the, in the porn search bar like just that's what he's looking for he just and i know that there are people who just are like oh my god that's so hot that just boom there she is hot are you feeling hot (laughs) i i feel ripened but i wouldn't say that i feel hot i feel like there's something my sexuality my has just gone really really dormant Mm-hmm. And I want it to come back and I'm aware of how dormant it is. And I was actually really hoping, I was like, it's the second trimester. That's what I keep on reading. Like, that's when your sexuality flares up and like all this stuff. And like, I had like one week where I almost had like my normal sex drive back. Mm-hmm. And then it's just been, it's been gone. But I, I look at my body. I mean, I was like, always just very like, like very thin, small chested, small, you know, just small everything and then um and then immediately after pregnancy just like these to me massive bosom like came out and it's and it was just this whole like new thing to play which with which was fun when I still like was able to move around easily and stuff Mm -hmm. and now I just with the belly and and my butt got like you know really bouncy which I love and like all of these things are really great but then as the belly grows and it's just uncomfortable and it's really hard for me to move around with any kind of like ease. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's moments where like, you know, like my partner's going down on me and I can't see his face. Oh. You know? <laughs> and I'm like realizing how much like my body has been a part of my own sexuality mm-hmm. and looking down my stomach and everything and seeing someone, you know, buried in there. But now it's like, I mean, I really, and then it's kind of uncomfortable on my back and like all this stuff. And then my vagina and my vulva is all fucking different. And like, it's, it's weird. It's very weird. So it feels very like awkward to me. And at first I was very like, oh, let's explore this new body. You know, I had like <laughs> these tits and ass for the first time and that was fun. And then now I'm just like, I don't know, dude, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> like, and it sucks. It's funny because I feel like we are in having similar and opposite sort of experiences because yeah. I've definitely – I I mean, it's it's very different. I just feel like my belly popped yesterday. So mm-hmm. I am starting to deal with my body looking very different. You told me that yesterday – or no, you, you told me that earlier today and I had no idea what that meant. So po- to, to, like, be, to be popped is to show? Like to start showing, like where I see the roundness of my belly. There's not like a moment that's like, click, I just sprained my ankle. It's not like that. It's just like, hello, it's my – right? Yeah, I okay. mean, I don't know where it came from. Like my boobs started changing right away and the truth is they itch. So that's the part <laughs> that really – My boobs the whole itch. Thing? I, 
I don't like just like the, around the nipples mostly, but they've grown. I what I like about them is they've gotten fuller. But I also have always had large areola, and this is something I've discussed like because it's, it's been one of my body image things to get over. So they're of course darker now. I almost think like a little waxy or something. I mean, um, they they just are, feel coated more, and my boobs have changed color. They've gotten darker. So I, I'm playing with this new set of breasts. I've lost my butt, which I I think that's just <laughs> I think that's from not exercising because I'm always either sleepy or out of breath. So I'm not exercising and my butt has gone I don't know where but as far as sex I've made it a point even in my first trimester like I was like I'm gonna have to have sex I have Mm -hmm. to keep having sex because I want to keep having sex so I would find times where the hour I was awake and be like come on can't we do it now and so I found that this this second trimester what I like about sex is it's starting to feel a little different like I'm not an orgasm from intercourse girl mm-hmm. and I can do that more mm-hmm. because I'm pregnant and because the blood flow is oh, different that's nice. oh wait you're able to orgasm more during I can penetrative f- sex I can feel it yeah because I'm, I'm everything there's more blood flow there's more sensitivity and I've heard that the third trimester is ridiculous so I'm actually I, I did notice the one thing I thought said to myself yesterday as I was looking down I'm like I can't see my pussy anymore like I <laughs> is his stomach and that's so weird so it will be it's a real bummer although one thing that we've made an advantage out of it like Mm. um, it was like last weekend or something I was standing there naked like we just woke up or something and and Max my partner was like you have the craziest bush right now like I have never seen you so wild and I was like (laughs) I was like I can't see that anymore I can't shave that you know and he was he was like I was, oh, I said, if you, you know, if you want it to be any different, like, it's up to you now. Like, you have to shave it. And he, like, almost peed his pants. He was so excited. (laughs) So now that's, like, a new thing. So that's fun. But uh, but as far as that uh, that is great. And I've been, I still have been waxing. And the waxer actually Mm -hmm. said to me, because I tell them when I go in, like, I'm pregnant, even though, you know, at this point, it's not big enough to to matter. Mm -hmm. And and this last woman, she was just vicious with her wax and paper towels. And she wore the latex gloves, which are good and sanitary. But when you put your hands on your latex gloves on a waxed pussy, it's not very fun. Like, when she's peeling her hands off to, like, wax me, that's painful. So she said to me, do you think it's because you're pregnant? And I wanted to be like, no, it's because you are waxing me with latex gloves and sticking your hands to me as you wax. But anyway, that being said, uh. I the thing I um, I think about right now psychologically is like I've always, you know, felt very sexual and sexy. I walked on the street like I feel like I can emit a sexual energy. And now I feel like it's great to hear about a man who thinks a pregnant woman is super sexy, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a unit where when I'm at doing an ultrasound and I see this, this right now looks like an alien growing in my body, I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> weird. But that's the unit I'm connected with. And it doesn't, it feels like a very different sexuality because it's like me and uh, I call it baby Jesus sometimes. And other times I call it, you know, the, um, Oh my god, that's the other thing you lose all your memory. <laughs> Seriously, that's, you lose your memory? Yeah, you get pregnancy brain. You just you don't think as clearly. By the way, I think it's funny that you call him baby Jesus cuz I call mine prince of darkness. <laughs> he's, he's supposed to be born around Halloween. So <laughs> we have competing babies well, that right, will you know it's fight a boy. to the death one day. Yeah, he's a boy. See, and I actually know that I'm not having a boy. Oh, really? <laughs> But I still like to mess with the genders. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, baby Jesus. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm hearing that you're both feeling really tired. Yeah. And, and kind of and fuzzy brained and just it's like, but 
it, okay, just like in relation to, because I know you're both partnered, like even though the drive doesn't seem to be there, are you still gay? Well, you, actually, Jamie, you with your more sensitive, are you craving sex? Like, Or is it more like, I know that if we just started making out, I'd probably be game to have sex. I think that's what's happening for me more because I get the tiredness, but yeah. what it is is if he initiates or I initiate, then I can get really into it. And like I'm not a big messenger of simultaneous orgasm and things like that, but we've been able to do more like of those types of connections because of me being more... Uh, blood happy? I don't know. <laughs> are you, Mary, are you feeling that sort of thing where your vag is, like, when you're actually having sex? I mean, guys, I know you're two, two months more along than Yeah, Jamie. you're ten weeks. Well, I mean, for, first, like, what you're talking about with the tiredness and everything, like, I am really tired um, and I'm not feeling very sexual, but I am making a point of, like, at least once a week we have to do it. You know, and it's and it's not like I'm not trying to make it out like a chore or anything, but it is this thing where I'm like, it does every time we do it, it makes me feel more uh, connected, mm-hmm. and and my orgasms have totally changed. Like they're much more like this full body kind of um, rolling type of orgasm. I'm not having the vaginal orgasms, which you know that's never been the thing that has happened to me. But um, so so that's really nice. Also, um, as the further along you go, eventually you get about 50% more blood in your body from being pregnant. And I, well, yeah, really? Yeah. 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 So by the time that you give birth, you have 50% more blood in your body. And it's so that, you know, you have all this stuff going in your body also so that you can do a fair amount of bleeding without dying during birth. (laughs) That's important. You know, whatever. So, uh, (laughs) but, um, I can feel it like when I start to orgasm, I can feel it in my neck and my head, this like, my heart starts beating. It, it's as though somebody had been choking me and they just let go. Oh. And it's just like this, it takes over my head, like with this insane amount of blood. Like, I don't even know what I must look like. like. You're intellectually thinking this must be because of the blood. But- I'm like, this is because I have more blood. This is 50% my blood. You know, in my head, you know, I'm like 50%. It's um, so it's silly, but it, it really like orgasm. I, I almost feel like I'm being choked when I have to work. And I'm not holding my breath or anything. Like, I'm a breather. But like I, a I sexy kind on. of cho- choking where... Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy. I'm like, well, that... And then, you know, sometimes that'll happen to me if I'm going up a hill, too. So, you know, whatever. I just, but... Wait, I just realized... <laughs> I just said a sexy kind of choking. Wait, do you feel like you're being dominated by your own no, body? No. Or is it more well, like... Well, that's just an everyday experience now. That's, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't feel that specifically during sex. But something that's happened to me progressively, and at first it was like, oh, this is so great. Like I can feel, even like when I'm just washing myself or something, I can feel how more swollen my vulva is and mm-hmm. my vagina. And it's like, at first I was like, oh, this is great, and blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like, wow, this is really intense like it and my lubrication is not that like viscous it's very kind of like watery Mm -hmm. and um and it's just it it like I use so much lube and during sex I don't feel like anything you know negative is going on but then afterwards there's just this kind of like burning soreness of like oh my vagina is like what you know wait a minute really? so you've got more blood flow you're puffier <laughs> which is sort of yeah. mi- mimicking an arousal response right and then the cruel trick is the lube changes big yeah time. so even though you're using a lot of lube yeah there's something about like i think the skin is just so sensitive oh because here's the other thing when uh, my partner goes down, and this has been progressive, like I think 
I think next time I'm going to see how it goes next time this happens, but I might have to stop oral sex or we have to like really change how oral sex is going because, um, he, I mean, my partner is just like, it's like his favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. It's amazing. But now it's starting to feel like his, like he has a cat's tongue or something. I'm like, oh, no. this is so, I'm like, what are you doing down there? Are you like putting sandpaper on your tongue? It's so sensitive. Try dental and dams. Have you tried dental dams? That's a really good idea. Yeah. I might, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that w- that's probably a really great solution because <laughs> I need a barrier or like here, do this through my jeans because <laughs> I can't handle your soft tongue, you know? It's true. That's one of the first indicators for me that things were different was it's the oral sex part is still fine. Think, I mean, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm now looking at this like this is my, the ghost future. of future present, you know? Um, but, but the fingers, like my yeah. partner, even like gently, it just, it actually hurts a little bit now when like he uses his fingers on me and I'm trying and I'm not, I was never, I never had a problem with lubrication. In fact, if anything, I over lubricated a lot. Mm-hmm. And now, I I re- I'm dry a lot mm-hmm. of the times I'm dry and it's not that I'm not even turned on because I feel like okay I'm feeling turned on and then even if I check myself I'm like nope it's just not happening and if he goes right towards my clit or around my clit it's more painful sometimes my nipples too because of the of the sensitivity now it can be much more painful than it used to be so that was that was a surprise too are you noticing a genital change in terms of like so beside lubrication are you noticing any um like arousal change in terms of like clit getting harder or puffiness or anything like that? There's a little bit of puffiness. He was actually saying last night that I don't have just labia minora and labia majora. <laughs> I have clit labia too, <laughs> which I've never oh. noticed before. That So I'm like, maybe this is like how my vagina is starting to grow. But that part hasn't super changed yet. I feel like this is all going to be in the I next see. few weeks. <laughs> like really between they say 14 and 16 weeks when you start, 14 and 18 weeks when you start the second trimester, you everything changes like the the fetus is growing so ginormously right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that my body I expect by 20 weeks I should be feeling what's going on which I'm now not looking forward to some cervix pressure <laughs> I've had some I've actually had some vaginal pain and I've looked it up too because yeah. that starts to happen more as just, as you go just every day like like a, sh- a pain a sharp like just pain in my yeah. vagina Do you know my vulva I've I've read that what that is is that um you know your your hips are are moving around and all this stuff and you just have so many connected nerves and and so you'll just get these like you know like kind of sharp you know quick knife stabs to the vagina that are just um, oh, nerve just uh, your nerve gets just tweaked at a moment and you just like and it just kind of jolts you uh, and more cramping. I definitely yeah. feel like people are like, oh, you don't cramp. I cramp all the time. I, I just go, oh, it must be my uterus growing. It's your. It's the ligaments of your uterus are like stretching out and everything. But that actually subsided after a while. And what, oh. I, get, what I get now, because that was a real bummer for a while. Like I, you feel like you have this horrible period. But now I get just down the center of my belly where the ligaments between the oh, yeah, abs are separating. And that <gasps> will, you feel like you get like Charlie horses in your on your stomach. I and never thought about the way the abdominal mm-hmm. structure stretches when it's you crazy. Yeah. Because um, Mary was t- explaining to me the other day, that's why pregnant women can't lift things or they shouldn't lift things because right. you just don't have the core strength. I was like, oh, that's important because I would bust through nine months of like, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. And then like hurt myself. So it's a good Your reminder. ligaments are looser because that's how you grow. Yeah. And that's why they say not to lift too many heavy things. Is that like you 
just don't realize that you really actually aren't going to hurt the fetus most of the time. You're going to yeah. hurt yourself. Totally. Right. That's why you get all the back pain and stuff, too, is you're, you just, it's so hard. Like, I, I'm such a sloucher now. Like, it's really hard to hold myself up. So when it comes to sex, it sounds like you get to lie there a lot. I do a lot of like <laughs> now it's like my favorite position has always been the greasy spoon um, where, you know, you're kind of spooning. And then I always have like one leg up and I'm like, you know, doing all sorts of things myself and whatever. Um, but now that's like the position mm-hmm. um, you can all I, I can also do like on, you know, all fours or whatever. But then that often leads to my stomach feeling weird. Well, I think on all fours and your stomach's hanging down. Yeah. Which gonna... can be nice for a while. And then after mm-hmm. a while, like just your muscles are like, oh, no. 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 Plus for me, it's a deeper penetration. So it yeah. always feels a little more. I can still I still go on top or do. But again, like my belly isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. It's just starting. So right. I know I keep being told, oh, it's only going to get bigger. Don't worry. Well, like duh. even <laughs> sleeping, you know, I sleep mostly on my side now and I'm much more of a belly sleeper. Yeah, it's rough. So that's like figuring out how to sleep has been. And and the other thing we were talking a little earlier, like before we got on about was like you your stomach is not, you don't have as much room. And so you do have to get used to food coming up at times you yeah. don't expect oh, it. Oh, yeah. What did you say, Mary, before we started? That, you just get used to puking in your mouth every <laughs> once in a while. Like, it, it happens on a regular to hear basis. That. It felt yeah. good to hear you say that, because I was like, yes, it does happen really often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, the, the same hormone that relaxes your ligaments, relaxes uh-huh. um, the valves in your throat. Uh-huh. So you, you get really bad acid reflux, and then I'm, and I'm constantly, you know, burping and farting, which is, you know... What and when I is. brush my teeth, I actually almost make myself throw up yeah. a lot. Wow. So, no, but I'll be talking to someone and then I'll just puke a little in my mouth and you just like swallow it and keep going. <laughs> what you do. I mean, I've, I've regurgitated it was lying down in my sleep. Like I, I used to have terrible acid reflux, um, but, yeah. but now I don't have that anymore. But to think of the power of the fetus <laughs> that it can just standing up like old faithful like just right. like push it up like that's that's a miracle of science right there like, that's really it's wonderful <laughs> are there any good sides um, to being pregnant sexually? i mean i love being pregnant oh yeah i think it feels i mean i really Tell think it good, feels great i want a happy story i think you're gonna have to ask jamie <laughs> <laughs> i mean for me i just I, I you know i actually feel much closer to my partner because yeah. there's this connection you're forming a family unit so there's a real like an intimacy that I have not experienced before, an emotional and a physical intimacy just based on what's being created, the union that's happening. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that. But I I still, I'm, I continue to be of the mindset that my vulva, my, my everything is going to just keep feeling better and that the experiences that I can have sexually right now are going to, the blood flow, it's going to all make me feel like have an ex- a sexual experience I can't have any other time. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying the the actual sex. I mean, it is un- interesting to start thinking about the positions that work. And I'm not one of these people. I've actually had friends who have called me up and said, my partner, my husband, my whatever, started stopped having sex with me when they started to see my belly or they saw an ultrasound because they didn't want to hurt the fetus. Yeah, and- it's a bummer. <laughs> That's not that, completely not true. Right. Right. It's not true, but it happens a lot where people start to just get really, you know, connected to the fact that there's someone in. Like, I've thought that my daughter could come out with, like, this, what is this buzzing in my head from all the times <laughs> I've used the Tachi magic wand during sex? Like, she's going to come out going, mm. 
but I, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but I've thought about it. So, but I really am enjoying the, this, the idea of being a sexual mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I love that thing about the the intimacy because I have felt more intimate, and and my partner's reaction to my body changing has been really positive. Like I don't think yeah, he's, tell me about the partner responses. I don't think he's being like you know the guy you're talking about of like you know kind of fetishizing it, but he definitely um, he's so excited about the whole thing, and then he's he does see it as a very sexual thing, and so he's mm-hmm. very into all of the changes and 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 you know, finds it arousing. So that's, mm-hmm. that's nice. And, um, and I do feel like we've had some really great intimate moments because of it. And, and we feel closer, like a more tantric sexual eye gazing thing. Or what do you mean? Like, well, intimate? yeah, I guess there's more, I don't know if it's tantric, but I guess there would be more eye gazing and a lot more just like gentleness, mm-hmm. I think, just because like, I can't even like, move very quickly at all mm-hmm. to do anything so it's been very gentle and and that really wasn't our mo before so mm-hmm. that's that's been really nice but um i think i do need to focus a little more like i think it's a great way to view it of you know this is a unique experience that i should take advantage of because mm-hmm. i just get i'm like i come home from work and i'm like i'm so tired yeah. you know i liked the the touching you reminded me like i'm you know we connect a lot more around my belly now which mm-hmm. for a lot of women can also be one of those like self-esteem places right body image issues around your belly and now it's like that's the place to go like he will fall asleep rubbing my belly or i will always be rubbing my belly and i feel like Aww. i've gotten much more connected to my body and like loving that idea that just the touch of like the feel of it and really mm-hmm. mostly around the belly but it, it's mm-hmm. very sensual to me yeah um i want to ask about body image issues because um that just seems like i mean when i think about how i feel about my body i feel pretty good about my body but definitely weight gain larger belly just all the things Saggy going boobies. on. Yeah, just the boobs kind of just being... I mean, although I'm pretty excited. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm like, why would I get pregnant? The, the boobs. boobs. <laughs> 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 um, but, I mean, I realize that a, a, your partner's attitude must play into this, but how do you feel about your own body? And, and is it bringing up things for you? Um, weight gain or... I mean, you said that the boobs and the, the butt are, are awesome for you, Mary. But yeah. Jamie, you're kind of like, where'd my butt go? I think it does bring up issues for me. I mean, I think I'm projecting a lot into the future. Like, will I be able to get back into shape after? And mm-hmm. um, and I'm actually okay with saggier boobs. I, I'll see what it looks like when they happen. But after, when you start breastfeeding, they say your boobs will get saggier. My My biggest concern and fear is the changes to my vagina. Like, how will my vagina be different after a baby goes through that opening? And oh, yeah. Will sex still, like, will I still enjoy sex? Will my partner still enjoy sex with me? That mm-hmm. is just, and I think it's a very normal and typical concern, but um, I'm very focused on it because sex is a big part of my identity and, mm-hmm. and, and something I enjoy very much. And it's something that we really enjoy together. So, I have a lot of body image issues around what's going to happen to my vulva when this is all said and done. More than, I feel like the rest of me, I look at, you know, 
mom's milfs or whatever else mm-hmm. and, and think oh my god you can get back into shape like yeah my stomach might be there's a hope. little different there's hope there but not many people talk about what really happens to yeah. their vulvas afterwards so you're saying vulva and then you're saying but, vagina so well, vagina I'm, to me is like the actual, the actual pacing to the penis if you're partnered with a guy and then vulva is more of an aesthetic thing yeah, vulva is the exterior right? And, right and both of them I mean well like your, your vulva gets bigger so yeah. will it go back to a smaller size or will it always be like a little bit more like will I have a lot more loose like labia skin and things like that wait, and, I didn't, wait are you telling me because you said something that like you now your clit has a little like labia around I think it. Like, that must like, do you mean that your labia actually gets like Longer or fuller? You get more engorged. I mean, I think I've noticed, like, a little bit of difference, but not much. I don't know if you've noticed anything, Mary. I haven't seen it in so long. (laughs) I should really really get a mirror or something. But um, from what I've heard from Max is that it is, like, it's just, it's really puffy right now. And I suppose, like, with prolonged engorgement, like, things can change. I I did talk to a friend who scared the crap out of me, and I don't think (laughs) that she's necessarily... I mean, you know, she had a, a traumatic birth experience, but um, she was saying that um, that her vulva just looks completely different now, mm-hmm. and that and that her orgasms, her clitoral orgasms, she said that it's like her clit isn't her own anymore; they're just completely different. She's like, they're did not- she tear? I I think she might have had like some some tearing. She said it just looks totally different. Looks different and, it, and feels different. Yeah, and that yeah, and that the it's just not her clear. And she was like, it's not that the orgasms are bad; they're just different than how they were. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting that it could just really change your. And I do also mean the vagina because mm-hmm. I think that that's yeah. going to change just having the birth as well. And I'm trying to remember to do Kegels because I yeah. think that's really important yeah. during pregnancy. I have a tip for remembering to do Kegels. Ooh. Okay, I do them in the shower. So I have my. I'm using the. No, the soap. (laughs) I'm like, why the shower? I don't know. That's why my vagina's been burning. (laughs) Uh, No, I do. um, I use the the Jeju Ami balls, um, and I have them just hanging off of my bottle of Sliquid. And so I'll be in the shower, like doing my thing, and I'll just lube them up, toss them in, and then, you know, be doing all my stuff while I'm. And then I see them when I'm in the shower, and I'm like, all right, you got to do your kale. That's a good tip. Yeah. That's a good time to do them. Yeah, because otherwise I don't do them. I love the juju Ami balls. Yeah, Ami, Amy, whatever. I mean, I, when I said it, I was like, I'm doubting myself. Because to me, Ami is one friend, but there's three kegel ball options in this set. Mm-hmm. And so and it technically feels weird. five balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. But it's so it's odd that the French word for friend is singular, even though it's multiple things. Yeah. So that's always thrown me off whenever I talk about the juju. Um, I don't want to totally throw off the conversation, um, but at some point I have to, I forgot that I need to tell you. <gasps> I need to tell you my conception story. Oh, right. Uh, Jamie, this lady over here, this is really important. Actually, so uh, we wait. can totally save it. I just want to make sure that we get to it because it's kind of worth it. This is really important. I don't think we can continue this podcast without hearing about Mary's conception story. Because I have, I have heard the preview of this, and it's one of those things that you don't live your life never hearing the rest of this. So, <laughs> so you know well, Now you you're conceived. building it up too much. Yeah, I know the day that we conceived. Okay. So um, we had been trying for about four months okay. to get pregnant, and then it was uh, Max's birthday, and um, and I wanted to do something kind of special, and so I talked with a friend of mine, um, and uh, who's like a kind of high femme uh, lesbian, and she 
she and I agreed that we were going to do this role play. Like my my big thing is role play. Max is really into role play. So I told Max on um, his birthday, I was like, all right, we're going to meet at the gay bar down the street. Mm -hmm. And um, and you're going to be whatever character you want. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be another character. And we're going to find each other in the bar. And uh, we'll end up going home together. And those are the rules. Okay. And I'll be the protagonist. So those are the rules. And he was like, okay. So I left earlier. And um, and then he came uh, 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at the bar, I'm there with my friend. And she um, she and I are, are this lesbian couple. And we've decided that we wanted to get pregnant. And so we're going to find a guy at the bar to inseminate me. <laughs> right? and so, so then, of course, we decide on Max. And, um, and so we... We sit him down. We're all, we're having a drink and everything, and and were we start. Eye, were you eyeing him for a while? Like, oh, he's yeah. Cool. No, we were eyeing him for a while, and like when he walked in the bar and he saw um, our friend, then he was like, oh, like I'm in for something. I don't know what is going to happen. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she was amazing. Like we, she never broke character. Like she was saying some of the funniest shit, and like we were this whole like super processy lesbian hippie couple and um and so we have him sit down and um, we're asking him you know just chit-chatting but then we kept on throwing in things like you know do you have a family history of (laughs) whatever so and he was like no and like all this stuff and we're asking about his you know background and stuff so then we decide like okay we're gonna take you home to our place it's right down the street and we have a couple more drinks and stuff and then um i was like you seem really uncomfortable you know what makes me feel really comfortable really like more relaxed is a little bit of bondage you know it just it's like a kind of rope hug just makes me feel better you know would that make (laughs) you feel better would you feel more relaxed if we tied you up and he's like what so (laughs) (laughs) that is a little bit of a stretch but yeah (laughs) It. it was great. So, um, but that's the great thing about uh, role play. So, anyway, <laughs> like, so we tie him up to this chair, and then um, her and I get into this big argument because I'm like, I don't know if I can go through with it, and he's just witnessing all of this. <laughs> I was like, I've never, I don't know, a penis, like, God, it's, I just don't know. And she's like, you can do this. This is like, this is what we're here for. We're ready for this. You're ovulating right now. This is the moment. And I was actually ovulating at the time. And I was like, okay, I can do this. So, um, and then I was tied up laughing in the, he's like just in awe of the whole, it it was like (laughs) this whole play happening before him. So then I was like, well, I'm just not that turned on. And so we like flip the chair down and I sit on his face, which like, was great. And then, um, and then we were, oh, and then I still wasn't turned on. And so then she gave me the spanking and everything. And then, you know, finally, um, I was like, well, he's, he doesn't even have, he's not even aroused or whatever. And, um, and she was like, well, you know, you might have to do something. And so, uh, we, we go into this whole blowjob thing, but then like, I'm clearly enjoying it too much. And she gets like super pissed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so she, are you un- both blowing him? No, 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 no. Oh. She, she actually was not involved sexually, mm-hmm. um, with like contact or anything, but she was amazing. She was just like right there, just like the whole time. Totally in character. Dirty to and she was saying the funniest shit. Like I was like really having trouble not cracking what up. What was she saying? I just, you know, I wish I, I wish the whole thing was recorded. It was just like that in the moment sort of thing of like making these, these kind of inside jokes constantly. It was great. So finally she, 
you know, and we had planned this whole thing out. I was like, we're going to sit on his face and then we're going to do the spanking. Then we're going to do this. Like I had it planned out and it went without a hitch. And so then um, she like blows up and just like unties him. And she's like, you guys have to just get this done with and just throws us into the bedroom and and locks the door and is like, you, we could hear her stomping around. And she's like, you got 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> Like, get it done, you know. And so then we were just we were in there, and I was like, "I'm sorry, but we just have to get the." And he's like, "I understand." So we, we got it done, and then and she was like pounding the door. You got three minutes, you know all oh this God. stuff. I didn't know she was in, outside the whole time banging. On she the was. Door. It was great. And then um, so we, you know, do the deed, and then um, and then I come out and I leave him there, and then I'm like. On the my have my shoulders on the floor and my hips up on the couch and she's doing this whole kind of like <laughs> Wiccan kind you, of you're jazz hand I know jazz handing down the um you know like insemination and all this stuff and then and she took my head in her hands and looked at me and was just like you did it you're so beautiful I'm so in love with you right now we're gonna have a baby together and I was like wow this is really intense this is really intense and so <laughs> and then you know we kind of you know we're like end scene and it broke and and then we just hung out and had like a smoke you know and had a couple of beers and it was great and we sat around talking for a while and then you know she went home and we hung out and it was it was awesome and then um you know it was uh two weeks later i was pregnant at what age are you going to tell your son this story (laughs) sure but it's a good one he's got to know at some point this may be available for download for a long time uh everyone so yeah did so i so much so max like what was his feedback after was he like i was so into like was it sexually or was it just like an it almost feels like he was in the middle of a play. Like yeah. those plays where you're walking around following the characters. He said there's moments where, like, because our conversation between me and my friend would get so intense and was so inc- incredibly fabricated that there is moments where I think he just got lost in it. Mm-hmm. and he was, But then there was moments of, like, really sharp arousal. So it kept on, like, kind of going in waves, I think. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it ended up in the right place. Maybe so. he was thinking, oh, my God, my partner really wants to have a baby with this other woman <laughs> this is how she's telling me <laughs> and was he playing into it in the bedroom like like i'm a random guy at a bar but yes i will yeah. give you my sperm just because i can bone a hot lesbian like was yeah. he, is that his character or did he choose he was he was basically himself and afterwards he was talking about i mean he had like a fabricated past and everything but um he was he was talking about how he wishes that he he would have thought about it more or mm-hmm. that he had known a little bit was going to happen because he was like wouldn't it have been amazing if i was a gay man and then like and i was really apprehensive about the whole thing as well and mm-hmm. there was like this whole tension about like oh, i don't know if i yeah i mean i want to help you you know mm-hmm. but i don't know if i can get aroused over this and then there would be like this whole other like dynamic of it so child but number two child number yeah. two right we'll have a much right? more refined role play for, yeah. for the second one. Oh, i love story time <laughs> that was really good thanks yeah hey it's something to aspire to wow and now you're pregnant yeah and it worked yeah and you knew two weeks later yeah 
Yeah. How did you first know? Um, well, I was really anticipating and I was taking all these pregnancy tests and they kept on coming up negative. And then I was walking a friend's dog and I was picking up the crap and I almost like puked on it. <gasps> just the nausea. And I was like, that's not typical of me. So then I took the test again and it showed up and I was like, no. Like it took me about a week to kind of really get in. Oh, yeah. Did you have it? I mean, even though you wanted it, I know. I think first reactions would be great to be recorded, as you say that. Well, I like I I masturbated the morning um, that I found out I was pregnant. I was masturbating. And as I came, I thought, okay, this is weird. My lubrication is different. Like it was thicker. Mm -hmm. It was clear, but it was thicker. And I thought, and I'm a week and a half late on my period. So why am I lubricating like this? So I happened to have a pregnancy test at my house. You know, I keep one around for safety things. And so I took it thinking, well, we'll come back like any other time I've ever been a hypo about being pregnant. Um, and it will be negative. And I took it and it was digital and it said pregnant. And I was like, uh, shaking it, like waiting for the knot to like show up. Magic eight <laughs> Yeah, ball. like, come on, you, you, you're teasing now. And, and, you know, it made, as soon as that happened, I was like, of course, of course. I've been, I haven't been able to walk up the steps without, you know, feeling like I can't get to the top without needing, like, air. And I was drinking a lot of caffeine, which is very, they say, is going to cause miscarriage sometimes. Ooh. And I actually, the night before, felt a kick in my stomach. And I was like, there's a parasite kicking me, isn't there? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And so there were these little symptoms for me and that I was, I kept saying, I'm so tired. I'm so tired that I started to think, well, these aren't adding up. And then, yeah, and then I've, I was going to New York that night, which was really icing on the cake because that's where my family's from, and I wasn't ready to tell anyone, and all of a sudden I had to be with my family for a few days, and I had just found out I was pregnant. And then my dad kept asking why I was peeing so much, and then I just started crying, but I still didn't tell them. <laughs> I had all these thoughts while you were talking, Jamie, and now I've just lost them all because there was just so Maybe much you're happening. Pregnant. No, I, oh yeah, that was one of them. I was thinking, like, I feel like for many years now I've... And I think, like, you listening at home, I feel like these symptoms, I've just been applying them to myself. Like, oh, I, clearly I'm pregnant. I know I'm not pregnant, <laughs> but like, clearly I'm pregnant. Clearly, And I feel like I've been pregnant for years. I'm just, like, tired yeah. and, like, hazy. But I think it's just sleep de- deprivation. <laughs> but, man, that sounds like pregnancy. But I don't throw up on dog poop. Yeah. I don't do well, that. I didn't, yeah. I swallowed it, yeah. <laughs> I was oh, kidding. I was oh, kidding. Not the dog. Okay. Oh, wait, so masturbation, that was something you both had mentioned as as an interesting part of pregnancy. Um, Are you still, I mean, you sound like you're not getting as turned on now. Is masturbation something that you're asking? I still masturbate, though. Yeah? Because I don't really need to be turned on to masturbate. Is it more like go to bed or? Yeah, it's like this kind of thing that I just do and it'll be um it's the only time that i use vibrators mm-hmm. is when i'm masturbating and and i used to have a hitachi addiction that really like um like i was overheating my hitachi at a certain point where i was like kind of mm-hmm. really numbed myself <laughs> out and was overusing it and and i and i had to throw it in the dumpster like i couldn't even put it in my trash can and like i was like you're going in the dumpster <laughs> not to dissuade anyone from hitachis it's just that i abused it mm-hmm. so um so then I didn't have any vibration for a couple of years. And then I started working on the pleasure chest. Oh, yeah. And the form two got up. And, and then I got that. the form two. And then I got the We Vibe Salsa or Tango or whichever one is. And um, so anyway, now I'm like, all right, you are allowed to vibrate twice a week maximum. 
I was just thinking about portioning out my, my vibrator yeah. orgasms. Because to me, vibration orgasms feel completely different. And, um, and I have a lot of trouble using vibrators with partners because mm-hmm. I feel like I have to focus you know, and they and they distract me. And, mm-hmm. and so it just never works out well. So it's like something that I do on my own. And, um, and so like, you know, my partner will be out or something or, or whatever. And, um, and I'll just, uh, I'll be like, Oh, he's not going to be home until late tonight. Well, then I'll masturbate. This is, I got two, I got like one more vibration left this week. So I'm allowed to do that. So now, okay, before it would be like I'd get, you know, my video set up or I'd start thinking about this or that. And I would get, you know, myself and I'd do this. And, and it would take, you know, it'd be like a 30-minute process sometimes. Oh, sometimes wow. it would be 15 minutes. But, you know, usually it'd be about 30 minutes and I would do this whole thing. It'd be great. Now, I swear to God, like it literally will take me under a minute to orgasm like what? i cannot hold it back it's like what? as soon as the vibrator touches me it's like i feel the blood rushing in my neck and my head and then bam and then i'm like oh well i guess that's done <laughs> i guess i'll Wait, go was to it, bed is this the whole time or has this been something the last couple months it's been something that has accelerated over time so now it's like which is also unusual because usually like vibration will take longer and longer but it it really, I, my clitoris just doesn't know Whoa. what to think of it. I have this fantasy that, okay, in the like Facebook a long time ago, there was this like uh, bucket list items and everyone would do this list. And on the list there was um, like carry a baby to term or like give birth. That was something <laughs> that was on my list. And then down the list was have a dog, you know? <laughs> and people were kept being like, Sandra, what's, and, and it's just, I want to have this experience. I'm, since I'm currently, I'm currently in a place where I'm falling in love and I'm, I'm bonding with someone. So all of this baby talk is like making me crazy in that intellectually. I'm like, I don't want this. And then, then part of me is like, I want this. And then the other part of me is like, you're dumb, you know. And then the other part yeah, of me is like, like, get a dog. Yeah, like I really am like, <laughs> I, I just, I'm so in love with you. I just really want to have a dog with you. Like, that's sort of where I'm at, um, which I'm fine with because I love dogs. But Jamie... Are you noticing any orgasm changes? I'm not so much from my masturbation yet, although I'm noticing that um, I I could masturbate a lot of a lot every day when I wasn't pregnant, and now I have to be more selective because I know after I masturbate, I'm probably going to nap. <laughs> so, so I have to make sure I space it out where I have at least 15 to 20 minutes to sleep after I have my orgasm because I know that's coming next. So that's been my biggest change. I, I actually think I've master, I'm masturbating a lot less as well, but it's also because... I'm having a lot more intercourse, so I just find that, like, I know I have reserves on how many times before I'll be exhausted for the day, so I save up. But, yeah, the biggest difference is just how much sleep I need after an orgasm, after most orgasms, not all, but um, I will definitely give myself some downtime. Okay. All right. I'm still not feeling satisfied about this whole (laughs) feeling sexy thing. So your partner's, wait a minute, you've got some belly, there's belly rubbing going on. Sorry, I, I heard you and then I was thinking like, I don't want to feel so, super unattractive. Like, I feel like I will have a meltdown at some point and be like, oh, I'm not cute anymore. I think Man. you do have meltdown moments, though. I had a meltdown about a 
Well, it was last weekend. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't about being like feeling unattractive, but it was about that where I was just crying and I was like, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. And then I would, and then, you know, you go over it. Cause that's the other thing is you don't know how your hormones are going to be. Like, they change all the time. And sometimes I feel like I'm having incredible PMS. And other times yes. I feel like I can, you know, do anything whenever because mm-hmm. I'm an amazingly powerful person <laughs> and and but <laughs> but it's just it, it changes all the time so you you go through that like I I definitely had this day where I was like I'm I'm getting fat I'm fat and and Max is like you're pregnant I'm like it, is there really a difference you know <laughs> and and then but I'm always been in my head like you know like Weight is not like a, a negative, you know, the counting and the negativity towards it and everything has always really bothered me. But I was like, oh, my God, I feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I, just, I don't feel like I'm going to be a sexy pregnant woman. Like, I feel like, you know, some women are pregnant. You're like, damn, look at you her. Be adorable. You will be. Okay. Be adorable <laughs> is only so bonable. You know, I like <laughs> feeling bonable. I guess it's just there is. I mean, it is a vanity thing. But for me, it's like. You know, I just, I want to know going in that I will have my freakouts. I will have my, the things will change. But I also want to feel, I, I guess my sexuality and my prowess, it feels so much ingrained into who I am that to lose that for nine months to a year. And then, of course, the, just a year of having, having motherhood. Like, that's a, that's a large part of defining who, who I am in, in very different terms. It freaks me out, guys. And I have to say, I'm on, I mean, I have actually said to, my, my partner's going to Burning Man this year, and I've gone, I've gone nine times. I know what that ride is like, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of sexy people there, and I keep looking at him going, you're gonna just go and find somebody else sexy. Like, you're not gonna find me sexy once I'm really big and, like, waddling and whatever else is gonna happen. And I have, I do have major freakouts about that, and I, I think that's more he always says that's crazy like this is a beautiful process and I, I definitely have that experience and I know that that's my head but you're right Mary about the hormones it's you like I'm like I'm on top of the world I'm like in front of the Titanic boat you know <laughs> arms out and the wind blowing and then the next second I'm like overboard and I'm like yeah. I can't swim anymore <laughs> so it's really crazy because you don't know where it's coming from I have to say, I don't necessarily feel, I don't feel sexy the way I used to, mm-hmm. but I do feel like this, and it's been more in the couple, like maybe the past month, this more like beauty thing coming on mm-hmm. that, um, that has a sexuality to it, but it's more like this, like deeper beauty. And I think it's partly Womanly. like, yeah. like you goddessy, start inner rooting. Yeah. Sort of thing. I've been feeling super goddessy and there's this whole thing of, I think it's because of the more blood. But like the glow that that pregnant women get, I've been starting to feel like I'm glowing. My hair is fabulous, it, like whether or not I do anything to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed. Your skin too. <laughs> yeah, and the skin, like I've been touching my face going like, oh, it's so smooth. And then can also touch it? like, can I touch it? yeah, you can touch it. And then, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> and then like my lips are more full. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know, but you know, and I feel like I don't have, maybe it's the sobriety also um, that I, <laughs> I don't have like as much like bags under my eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, I do feel like there's this like vitality and I do like wearing, you know, like tight shirts or whatever. I mean, every shirt I have is tight now, but, um, <laughs> you know, in like, in like showing the belly and stuff. And so there's this level of like, 
I think it's this goddess beauty that starts coming out that mm-hmm. isn't necessarily like sexy, but it is sexual. It's not like young ingenue anymore. It's a different kind of sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy said to me, we were talking about this at um, a festival I was working, and he said, You are like, you are a goddess right now. You are doing the most amazing, incredible thing that a woman's body can do. You are, you know, giving the gift of life. And I keep going back to that when I'm in my really, like, just feeling vulnerable moments, thinking, like, wow, this is such an incredible experience that I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to have. I didn't think I could get pregnant. I I didn't know that it would happen. The timing is never right, Mm -hmm. right, Right. you know? Mm -hmm. I'm in school full-time. This is, I'm not, this is just, but, like, I start when I get to that place, I'm like, you are responsible for this seed, this life growing in you. And that's just such a gift that the rest of it is going to it's going to all fall into place is Mm -hmm. how I really feel. And people start treating you differently once you start really showing like people give me things. Or they'll just, they'll come up and talk to you. I haven't had a lot of unconsensual belly touching. Okay, I think, like, good. the propaganda's gotten out about that, which I appreciate. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but like, you know, I go to Whole Foods for lunch almost every day. And the checkout woman who was always really mean to me, I felt like, and, like, never noticed me. Now she, like, she gives me brownies and stuff. And what? she's like... You get freebies? Yeah, you got to strap a pillow on. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like they're people get excited about it. They're excited. They're, oh my goodness! They'll look at you, and I do notice it's like you know, it's kind of like people. I, I'm like I'm up here. People like people definitely look at my stomach more than my face sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, but then once they look at your face, they're like all smiley and stuff. And it's I'm like, like having a dog with you all the time. Yeah, like a really cute <laughs> dog. Yeah, it's true. You don't it's need the leash. Yeah. So you you do get this, and I started feeling this the moment I was pregnant, um, but now other people are, are reacting to it. But the moment I got pregnant, I was like, I'm special. I'm, I'm doing a special thing. And then now people are starting to treat me like I'm special. I'm like, that's right. I am special. <laughs> so, so there's different, it's just not the same kind of sexuality. And I think mm-hmm. then later on, I, I can imagine myself like having a three-year-old little, you know, hipster kid or whatever and oh your uh, kid's gonna be so hipster and so he's gonna be he's gonna be really cool and (laughs) at least at least until he starts choosing his own clothes um (laughs) but you know and and being like that sexy mom like i can i can see that so i can see the future of sexy and i feel the goddess beauty now it's just the you know it's just different sexy right now i look forward to being a sexy mom if I choose that path. Yeah. yeah. It's like I I like integrating the sexy into my life. Like not necessarily it doesn't mean like looking for sex, but it means feeling like that vitality of of sexy. Mm-hmm. And whether that means choosing outfits that make me feel good about myself or the way I, I see other people. There's something about what does sexy how does it live in my body and, and I think that motherhood and pregnancy freaks me out because it feels like such a loss but I also I appreciate how you're both talking about it like you're just finding a different way about it it's scary guys there is part of me and I know this is a cliche but there is part of me that feels I mean having a baby and and giving birth is a huge rite of passage that most women used to have to go through so Mm -hmm. I don't like talking about it as a rite of passage now because I totally respect people that don't 
Mm-hmm. you know, want to have kids and choose not to, like, please, that's great. And I don't want to feel like I'm not a full woman until I do that. Right. And, and I and, you should not. And, and, no, right. In and my I, opinion. And I don't want to say, like, you know, uh, people are, are lesser than, but if, if they don't do it, but um, there is, like, this feeling of, like, a different kind of level of womanhood mm-hmm. that's happening in that, especially, like, the birthing process seems like a huge, like, physical type of thing where I think it's going to, you know, of course, be a life-changing event. So. Please Facebook it. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we are definitely past time. I have one quick question for you. Are you seeing your partners differently? Is there a little bit of like, you did this to me, you bastard? Or like, oh my God, you're like, so the father of my child. Like, like is there any, any bit of that? I think more, I think often you're in me now. Like there's Whoa. a part of you in me. And that's, and I think that's part of the intimacy for it for me is like I have a piece of you that is growing inside of me. It has a lot of access. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's interesting. But like I said, the fetus, the alien baby thing <laughs> that's still going on is weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel, I mean, there is like a stronger bond mm-hmm. going on, but I don't necessarily, I don't know if I view him differently okay yeah all right i mean it's it's obviously this is going to be a unique experience for every person who chooses chooses to to have a baby or is partnered with someone who's having a baby i mean that's a a unique thing so more power to you both i cannot wait for the follow-up um sex and sex what would you even uh, sex with babies sounds totally ridiculous. baby Jesus and the prince of darkness <laughs> yeah. first meet <laughs> there needs to be a follow up of maybe a year from now you, you're yeah. like I'm a mom what is the sex life like what That'd is your great. relationship like I'm so curious uh, yeah. the next step so I can't wait to hear more about this journey teach me things I'm totally watching you both just so you know <laughs> um, Jamie how can people find you and check out your books um, you can find me online at jamiewaxman.com or actually, loverspackage.com, where I Ooh. blog regularly. J-A-M-Y-E. Thank you. J-A-M-Y-E, Waxman. Yes. It's my parents' fault. <laughs> Gem, yeah. <laughs> bring of. it on. Bring it on. <laughs> um, and Mary, do you have any websites of you? Because people will ask me, like, where's Mistress Mary? I want to find her. Where's her website and stuff? It's like, she's anonymous and stuff. Yeah, I don't have that. But um, I do teach uh, workshops fairly regularly at the Pleasure Chest. Okay. So um, at the Pleasure Chest Los Angeles. So you can always look on that website on the workshop page. And if you see uh, Mary on there, and I think the picture that they're using right now is when, like, I was severely corseted. It's a dom. It's a dom photo, and I think like I was looking at it. I was like, "Oh my god!" I think that's like a twenty-two inch corset. Like that's nuts. Who knows where I'm at now? Right? <laughs> so it's very misleading if you come to a class in the next couple months. Okay. Well, you're doing spank someone happy at the beginning of August, right? Yes. And that will actually be role play and spanking. It's primarily spanking, but we'll talk a little bit about role play. Okay. So do role play. I was thinking about going. And like I love hearing <laughs> you talk about role play. There's some something. It's just the passion oh. behind it that you like. <sighs> Naughty monkeys. Thank you for listening. I realize that the thought of hearing about pregnancy isn't always the the hottest thing you think about. But oh my god, we just talked about some stuff. So hope to see you out in New York, Philadelphia, Boston, or Washington D.C. Um, in September. Uh, check my site for dates, and I cannot wait for next week. <sighs> Burning Man. Okay, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 